welcome to the Hub by CM Today magazine. We focus on the real estate, property management, facilities management, community management and prop tech sectors. This is Marisha Singh and my guest for this episode is Mike Moore, Vice President of FM for Bhavani International and he is based in Saudi Arabia. Mike Moore has over 40 years of experience in the FM industry, a considerable part of which has been spent in the GCC market. Thank you for talking to us, Mr. Moore. So how would you describe your journey with Al Bhavani International in the past one year? If I had to sum up my journey in one word, I would say interesting. Uh, it certainly has been a, a very interesting time for me and an interesting part of my career. Uh, as, as you may know, my last posting was with Cushman and Wakefield. Mm-hmm. And when I was going to leave Cushman, I, I was very fortunate to receive several offers from several companies. But I chose to join Bawani and BDFM, the particular division I worked for, because I felt that their approach and, and uh, approach the market and their model was quite unique. And I still believe that today. I, I, I'm, I'm not a young boy anymore. I've been delivering FM now for more than 43 years. But at the same time, with Bawani and the BDFM approach, this is the first time I've come across a company who can and do offer a real genuine end-to-end service. And that's what I found so interesting. I find so interesting working with them. Uh, they go into the other sort of property management, asset management, property development, everything is under one roof. And that's what attracted me to them, to be honest, as opposed to some of the other offers I had. So to start, uh, to finish where it started, interesting. It's been very, very interesting for me. While we have put the pandemic behind us, could you give an insight into how is the Saudi market evolving in this post-pandemic world? And what are the green shoots, so to speak, that you have seen? In my mind, uh, one of the best things that ever happened to the FM industry was was COVID. It's really been an eye-opener for most people. Uh, prior to COVID, FM was one of those industries which was in the background. People didn't give it any thought. It just happened. They didn't think about it. They were just unhappy if there was a problem. But through the, through the efforts of the FM industry, through COVID, to keep people safe, keep places hygienic, keep it clean, additional cleaning routines, additional service into air, air conditioning, filters, HEPA filters, all these other great things. It's really put the FM industry on the map. And, and if we can take any positive from COVID, then to my mind, that's it. The industry's really gained respect. People start to understand what we do, start to understand and accept that it's actually a critical function. Uh, and I think COVID has forced a change of mindset in many, many ways. Um, whether it's it's the approach we take, moving from an O&M approach to an FM approach, whether it's the way we meet and interface, uh, our working patterns, all of these sort of green shoots, uh, to my mind, are changes for the better. Um, you know, the, the maturity of the market here in Saudi is, 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 is low. It's still quite a young industry in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and a lot of the changes have been accelerated through the response to COVID. And, and for me, that's got to be a good thing. Among the trends of the post-pandemic time is the term resilience used by many FM companies. So what does resilience mean to you in 2022? 
Yeah, a great question. And I think it depends on your definition of resilience in some respects. It could be uh, in terms of being resilient and being able to cope with with uh, changes such as COVID, which could hit us at any time. Um, and, and more mature markets and more mature companies are perhaps better equipped to be resilient in that way. From another perspective, being resilient means being able to uh, to flex, to flex your offer, to flex your workforce, to flex your approach to service delivery, and to be able to breathe, uh, grow, expand, contract, to meet the ever-changing requirements of the client, particularly in, in, a, in an extremely dynamic situation that we faced when, when there was the, the COVID pandemic. Um, and I say it's, you know, the, the changes to what the client needs, the changes to what the building environment expects. It was such a dynamic time that to me, uh, resilience is, is almost interchangeable with being able to evolve, adapt, uh, to survive, quite literally to survive in some instances, but to be able to survive as an FM service provider, you have to be resilient. You have to be able to change. If you can't change, you'll go just like the dinosaurs. I've been in Saudi Arabia now for almost 10 years. And in fact, my previous company was the first international company to manage to get a CR license to deliver FM. We were the first international company. So I think it is fair to say that I've, I've been part of, of the industry maturing and growing since I've been here um, and it's been a fascinating watch it really has um, you know I, prior to coming to Saudi I was in UAE and it was a much more mature market uh, and it's been fascinating to see the, the market change over the last 10 years or so here in Saudi Arabia. How has facilities management in Saudi Arabia changed with newer technology in the market? Uh, sadly not so much just yet uh, as we've now touched on a couple of times, the industry here is is actually quite immature, very immature in many ways. In fact, to be honest, the the market sector, my competitors, if you like, many of them are O&M companies, not FM companies, the O&M companies who have a good marketing department, frankly speaking. Uh, they're not what I would class as FM companies like the, the great companies you have in the UAE, like Innova. Emeril, people like that. To me, they're real FM companies. And I've got no doubt at all, they're all tooled up with modern day technology. Here in Saudi, we're a good 10 years behind. That's the reality. We're 10 years behind what you take for granted today in Dubai or, or Abu Dhabi, whatever. Um, so the technology will come for sure. It has to come. The change will come, but unfortunately it is a bit of a slow process. Uh, here, here in my company, we, we have a technology expert who is part of VTX, part of the FM vertical, because we recognize that change has to come. We recognize that technology is going to shape the future, even if uh, even of the FM industry, which over the years has been labor dominated. Change is coming. It will come. And we're working hard to identify technology-based FM solutions, which will help me keep my company at the head of the pack. We need to be in the vanguard of the industry, not in the guard's van at the back. We need to be in the vanguard.
What are the current challenges with workforce in KSA? Is there a lack of skilled workforce? And is training after employment the norm? Let me tell you one of the biggest challenges I face today, which is a lack of workforce full stop. Uh, it is so hard to get labor at the moment here in Saudi, whether it's skilled labor, unskilled labor, management level, every layer, it's very, very difficult to get, uh, to get a, a, a good workforce. I think that again came out of the pandemic. When that happened, a lot of companies closed, they downsized, they sent a lot of people home. And there's just literally not enough people available in the country. And I think this isn't just this country. I think it's a global phenomenon, really, to be honest. There was a mass exodus of skill, mass exodus of human resource. And it's now very difficult to find these people trained or otherwise. We do a lot of training here. It's it's one of my sort of personal pillars. I've always tried to um, train and develop the workforce and take them to the next level. And we also have specific training for Saudi staff. I work for a Saudi company. They're very proud to be a Saudi company. They're very proud to be strong here in Saudi Arabia. And they push me very hard to try and get a, a great many Saudis into the workplace and get them interested in FM. It's a challenge to find the right people. It's a challenge to train them. Um, some of the other challenges that we have, of course, are, are to do with language. Uh, in most FM companies, We'll have a multinational sort of workforce. 10, 20, 30 different nationalities is not uncommon. Multiple languages. Uh, and that can be a real challenge in, in, at the sort of grassroots level, helping these guys to understand and get the message. That can be a challenge always. Apart from the workforce crunch that you're facing, what are the macro challenges the FM industry faces in KSA? The, the main challenge is uh, getting the staff. The second largest challenge is keeping the staff because it, it is very much a sort of worker, worker-led market at the moment. So the supply and demand is, uh, is, is allowing the workforce to demand terms. Inflation is a challenge. The rising salary requirements of the staff is a challenge. Keeping the guys, keeping good guys is a big, big challenge. Um, I've talked earlier on about uh, us being a Saudi company and, and we are and we want to employ Saudis but one of the other challenges we face is that FM is just not a sexy industry, it just isn't. Um, it's not an industry that, that attracts many people full stop uh, and it's certainly not an industry that seems to be particularly attractive to young Saudi talent who want to work in more exciting industries and sort of sexier like graphic design and technology-based industries and marketing, advertising, all these slick and professional type of uh, jobs. They're much more interested in those than cleaning toilets or going and doing somebody's garden for them. They're, they're not particularly interested. It's not an industry that excites them to join. And that's a real challenge that we face, to be honest. And finally, how do you see these problems being alleviated for the FM industry? What is a possible solution? I think it will. Uh, I, I mean, there are a number of vocational colleges here who offer sort of uh, trades training. Uh, and that, that seems to be increasing in popularity. I think as the industry becomes more widely known, then yes, it will become more popular. Uh, and I think it's up to the 
the institutes like uh, MEFMA, uh, IWFM, RICS, and other the sort of big FM players like you know Enreal, Anova, VTX, these type of guys to get out there and bang the drum and say, Do you know what? Yes, you might have to come in at an entry level, but there is a career path. Yes, it's you come in at step one, but if you work hard, you show knowledge and you show uh, talent, there's no limit to where it can take you. We need to get that message across and make it an industry of choice for the Saudi talent, which undoubtedly exists here. That was a great conversation and thank you for talking to CM today, Mr. Mike Moore. Thanks so much for your time. I hope your listeners have enjoyed our conversation. I certainly have. For our listeners, that was Mike Moore providing his experienced perspective of Saudi Arabia's FM landscape. For more such insights, please follow us on our LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram handles, Community Management Today. Goodbye.